Okay. All right. So the other day I was actually fishing. Um, I mean, it wasn't the other day. It was a couple weeks ago. It was Saturday, not this Saturday, but the last Saturday. And um, so anyway, we were fishing at this place that I went to this spring. Why is that dark? Oh Lord. Okay. Um, and anyway, so uh, we were fishing and the crankbait bite was really good, but it was kind of odd. It was an odd color crankbait. The Strike King 1.5 hard knock. And mm -hmm. there was something about the hard knock and the and the, the silent crankbait, because unless you get the hard knock, at least as far as the Strike King crankbait goes, if you don't get the hard knock, you're going to get a silent crankbait. Um, which silent crankbaits are good in some cases, but a hard yeah. knock crankbait, it's just like one knock. It's just loud. Um, and it was working really, really well. So anyway, um, yeah, what we were doing was, is, um, we were throwing it up there in the woods or not in the woods, but right up against the, the woods where there's a bunch of trees yeah. and stuff laying in the water. And then the fish were just smacking it, uh, like right on the first and second crank. Um, but anyway, so this is episode six of the podcast and um we actually uh had tried to do this twice um first person which was noah the second host of this podcast couldn't yeah. be on the day so um we got started then i went on with sam england who was the guest of last podcast mm -hmm. uh well that didn't work we tried that for like 20 minutes trying to figure out what in the world was going on there we don't know but um Sam, if you're watching this, that error was on your end, not mine. <laughs> it was something, something's best up with your Gmail. Uh, but, yeah, so this is episode six. You can check us out on YouTube. Obviously, if you're watching this, like, watching us, uh, you're watching it on YouTube. Subscribe, hit the like. Why am I lagging? Um, this is not good. Okay, there we go. Because, like, every time it lags now, I'm, like, freaking out because that's how the whole yeah. stops. Um yeah, you just lagged. Okay. So, so the podcast is available on Spotify and Pocket Cast. I wanted the podcast to be on other platforms, which it eventually will be, but I'm having trouble getting it on there. I, I don't know why. Um, I don't know if it just got, like, rejected. Spotify accepted it, so Google yeah. Podcast should accept it. Um, I don't know why they didn't. Anyway, uh, so, yeah go and leave us a review on uh, Spotify and any place you get your podcast from that you're listening to this to. I wish it would not lag because now, like I said, every time it lags, I'm like scared. Um, so Sumner, you look really lagged. Mm. Okay. Okay. It, it's going, it's back to normal now. Anyway. Um, so this is Sumner uh, pod, this second guest of this podcast. Uh -huh. Um, Oh, I got to text somebody so you can say whatever you need to say. If you want to introduce yourself, you can. I, I got to text somebody. You're on mute. Just kick me out. All right, I'm back. All right, you can, you can go. I have no idea what you said. Cause it... Okay. Um. Uh, you can go on. You can say if you need to say anything, you can because I got to text somebody real quick. All right. Well, uh, this is my first time on the podcast. I love this podcast. Uh, I listen to it while I'm working. 
the most relatable podcast I've ever uh, listened to. So, I agree with you too. And Sam was good last week. Yeah, that was a good episode. Yeah, that was a good episode. Keep getting better. The what? They keep getting better. Unfortunately, um, Noah had to go like right in the middle of the episode. It was he. No, okay. So here's the thing about Noah. Noah's super busy, so yeah, he he, it he has to leave sometimes. Um, but Mm -hmm. shout out to you, Noah, because you're freaking awesome. Um, but uh, see, uh, Sam was supposed to be on this podcast. And anyway, uh, last week, in case you missed last week's episode, episode number five, um, we talked about fishing graphs. And um, actually, one person DM'd me on Fish Brain and told me that that was a, a lame topic to talk about. I'm like, bro, <laughs> I was like, everybody, um, everybody uh, talks about fishing graphs. I mean, I don't understand what the problem there was. But anyway, if you'll have any, uh, top podcast talk topics or anything i want to talk about the email is in the description of the youtube channel and of on spotify um if y'all want to go yeah. check it out uh i feel like maybe you should say something on your fish brain because people tend to be more active there oh i, I do but like see if i if okay. i put the link if i put the link to anything um the post doesn't get uh showed it'll be on my page but nobody else can see it fish brain won't oh, okay. fish brain won't promote it so, yeah. Um. By the way, if y'all hear any dinging, that is my somebody texting me on my computer. Uh. But uh. So yeah. Um. Today we're talking about crankbaits and crankbait fishing because, in case any of y'all had noticed, today is September the twentieth, and today with it being September twentieth, that's not a special day or anything. But my point is, is the fish are fixing to start eating bait a lot. Uh. They're fixing to start feeding their fish to start going shallow which they're already shallow right now some of them are but their mm-hmm. fish will go really shallow um their fish will go back to their spring shallow points is my point because like right. you know you go in the springtime you can catch a fish in this much of water well that's fixing to happen yeah. again yeah, yeah. um and, and now they're not going to be that shallow for quite a bit of time but what i'm getting at mm-hmm. is they're going to go from 25 from 25 20 15 foot of water to 10 and less as we progress further and further into the fall and it's not fall time right now it's still hot but the fish are the nights i will say they're getting a little bit cooler and the days are getting shorter um Mm -hmm. so uh these fish are starting to realize well it's fall um or it's not fall yet but fall is really close so it's time to start eating bait um and a square bill, a deep diving crankbait is really, really good to, to throw right now. Uh, and as far as like an 8XD, Strike King 8XD, or a Spro, um, I don't remember the name of that crankbait, but I'll fish with them before they're really good crankbait. They're really big crankbait. Uh, they're they're similar to an 8XD and a 10XD, and I fish with both of them. Um, really good crankbaits. Uh, but Wow, it just burnt really bad. Um, but anyway, so uh, um, with it being fall time, those fish are going to be going shallow, like I said. And right now is your time to catch them on deep crankbaits. Uh, and, and you know, you may be thinking a deep crankbait is from May to August. Yes, that's true. You can catch them on a deep crankbait from May to August, but 
You can also catch them on deep crankbait from right now until October, middle October, because middle October, the water is still 80 degrees, um, yeah. 75 in some places. Uh, if there's a lot of current, it's a whole lot cooler than that. But I'm talking about shallow water, deep water. The water is still 80 degrees at surface temperature. Um, but they like a big crankbait right now because they're not super deep but they are still deep enough to throw a big crankbait and to fish it effectively. And so they're still going to be eating big shad. Some of the shad this time of year is small. Uh, some of it's really big. Most of them are really big. You do have like your big gizzards. They're like this long. If you've ever seen a big gizzard shad, they're like this long. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, that is uh, what we're talking about today. We're talking about crankbaits. Um, now, I'm, I want to talk about square bills more specifically, the rods and stuff that you want to use for square bill, because I'm not all that skilled when it comes to uh, a crankbait bigger than a 6XD. I've thrown 6XDs a lot. I don't really throw a crankbait bigger than 6XDs um, because, number one, I don't have the rod to do it, and, number two, I don't like to fish that deep of water because if you're throwing an 8XD or a 10XD, you're primarily fishing in 20-plus feet of water, and I don't like that. Um Probably because I live in South Georgia and I like to fish shallow. But anyway, uh, yeah. Sumner, if you have anything about crankbaits that you want to talk about, go ahead. Um, I remember back when I started getting into fishing more last couple of years, maybe two or three years ago, uh, crankbaits were like all I used. It's not a, I don't recommend that necessarily, but uh, it was it was working. I had this little crankbait. I lost it. I don't know. It was sad. But anyway, uh, this little green and black crankbait, I was thrown in these hard to fish places and it would still, it'd still get hits. I'd still be catching fish. It's nothing huge, but a fish is a fish. So, uh, yeah, crankbaits used to be my go-to. I haven't fished one in, in a while. I need to get back to that. But yeah, yeah. Something, I, I want to note something about crankbaits. Um, and they're, and obviously there's some people that, that, that can't have like rod for a specific, for each specific um, type of fishing. And I'm not that way neither. Most of my rods or they're not, I have like two of them that are technique specific. That is my crankbait rod and my flipping rod. But my crankbait rod is not because like people, they have big crankbait fishermen have square bill rod, three XD to five XD rod, six XD, the 8XD rod and they have a 10XD rod. That's square bill rod, 3XD rod, 3XD and 5XD rod. That's two rods. 6X to 8X, that's uh, three. And then your 10XD is four rods dedicated to crankbait fishing. I'm not like that. Uh, normally when I'm getting a rod, especially the rod that I picked up for crankbait fishing, I actually bought this rod a long time ago. Um, it's a quantum rod and it's a really, really good rod. It's a KVD rod. In case, in case y'all don't know, Kevin Van Dam is probably the best crankbait fisherman fisherman that i know of um there are some other good guys out there that fish crankbaits but um kevin van dam is definitely the most probably at least in my opinion the most skilled crankbait fisherman out there um and he designed this rod with quantum and now he's with lose now but this is when he was still with quantum awesome rod it's insane i really like the action of it um something that's important to know about a crankbait rod is that crankbait rod it, it needs to be really really not like flimsy 
but it needs to have give to it. It needs to be able yeah. to bend like to the last eye. And crankbait rods they have a lot of eyes. Um, but if that rod cannot bend to the last eye of the rod, in my opinion, that's the wrong rod for the situation. I'm not saying mm -hmm. you can't do that because I've done it before, but yeah, the, the amount of fish that you catch goes from here to here because they don't rip the hooks. I mean, any kind of treble hook, it's already hard enough to keep them pinned, especially if they're anything over three pounds. Um, oh, yeah. It's dumb hard to keep them pinned if they're over three pounds. I've lost a lot of five and six pounders on crankbaits, yeah. um, even with the right rod, because they're so powerful and the hooks are that big. Yeah. And you, you got, especially on a big crankbait, some of them crankbaits are huge and the hooks, the actual hook part is only that big. Yeah, and you've got this crankbait that's this big and it's just sitting there shaking up and down. And if you mm -hmm. ain't got the right rod, it's not okay. It's not, it's not good. You're probably going to lose that fish. Yeah. Um, I will say having a, a, when you're fishing square bills, having a short rod is good. Um, because a lot of times, at least for me, when I'm throwing a square bill, I'm legitimately throwing it in the nastiest stuff that I can put that thing in because yeah. Something that's important to note about a crankbait is if when you take that crankbait off your rod to go put it back in your tackle box, if the bill on that crankbait is not beat up, you're fishing yeah. that crankbait wrong. That crankbait needs that crankbait needs to be hitting the wood, the ground, the mud, you know, whatever you're fishing. Yeah. Because I had so many times. Last time I was fishing with one, and then multiple times this year where I've hit something, and then as soon as I go to make that next crank they smack it mm -hmm. um so it's important to it's important to make sure you're putting that crankbait in the right spot and having the right rod because when you have a shorter rod uh you can really place it in a whole lot you can be a whole lot more accurate with it than it because like my overall crankbait rod from square bill to 6xd is a 7-4 rod glass rod it's probably not the best rod for a 3XD or a square bill, but it gets the job done. I really catch them on it. It does great for me. Um, but yeah. it's it's important to have a good glass graphite, um, which is a glass and a graphite rod are going to be composite rod. So either a, co a composite graphite or glass rod. And it's actually yeah. really good. It's really good to have um, a composite rod because both of them, both best of both worlds put together. Right. Um. But, yeah, so that's something that's important about crankbaits. As far as rod go reels, um, a light, a 6-4 to 1 reel is going to be your best bet. Now, square bill fishing, um, you can probably get away with a – in fact, I know you can. You can get away with a 7-3 to 1 because they're not, like, out deep really getting that thing down. The slower the gear ratio you have mm – -hmm the number one, the longer that crankbait's going to be in the strike zone. And number two, the longer that thing's going to be on the bottom, knocking into stuff. Um, but it's good to have a six, four to one reel when you're using a crankbait of any kind. But if you, if you got to use a seven, three to one, it works just fine. Um, you will work yourself a little bit more. And for any of you who have not used a crankbait, uh, they're a lot of work. <laughs> they can require a lot of turning and a lot of cranking and a lot of energy um, so if you can go ahead and get yourself a six, four to one reel, it believes me, it changes, it changes the game up a lot. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I don't know. 
how many people actually haven't fished with a crankbait. I mean, we're talking basic, yeah, it's just one like, type baits out there. Uh, I remember, like I said, back when I really first started getting into fishing, crankbaits were the first thing I was getting, first thing I was really getting into. And they're they're easy. They're like yeah, everywhere. They're it's not a problem to yeah. find. No, you can get them at. Okay, no, you can't. But you can get them at Walmart and. I get most of my gear at Walmart, not not all of it, but most of it. And uh, yeah, they got crankbaits out the yeah. window, any kind you want. Um, and like it's it's funny because there's okay now I know now people somebody that has never been fishing before, um, and that's maybe getting into it, uh, or someone you know that's been fishing for a while but never really fished a crankbait or they have but they're not very familiar with colors, the right colors, the right rod, real um, colors. There's legitimately thousands of oh, yeah. crankbait colors out there. Do all of them work and can they all catch fish? Yes. Yeah. Any bait at the end of the day can catch a fish at some point. Yeah. Um, it's how, how much fish and how big fish. Yeah. It's, it, it, it all comes, but it all comes down to how much fish, the kind of fish, and the size of fish. Exactly. Um, you know, you take a big, you take a big jig, for example. That's just got big bass written all over it. Uh, mm -hmm. You take crankbait, big bass written all over it. Um, yeah. But people, some of these newer people that are new to fishing, um, they go out and they go to. Let's just say you go to academy. You go, you're looking at this wall of crankbaits, hundreds of crankbaits, different brands, different kinds, different colors. If you're looking at a square bill crankbait, and I'm trying to kind of keep this podcast today um, not strictly crankbait related, but right now we're talking about crankbaits and I kind of want to keep it square bill related because I think that's the most, I think that's the most popular one out there because, you know, most people are fishing square bills. There's not a whole – there's a lot of people throwing 10XDs and 8XDs. But in order to do that, you got to have access to super deep water, like 20-foot right. plus. And a lot of people don't have that. So a lot yeah. of people are going out. They're going to go buy a square bill. And a good color my, – my basic colors for square bills are, as far as dirty water goes, um, I like a black and chartreuse. I like a red. Red, I love red crankbaits. Um, in fact, the one I was catching fish on the other week, it was a really weird red color. It wasn't like a super weird red color, but it was like an almost a watermelon red. Because it was, it was a clear body and had a green front top yeah. and red on the back. And they were just tearing that thing up. Um, but Dirty Water, Black Chartreuse, um, which is a black and a neon, um, bright yellow. Uh, and red and you can do sexy shad as well right now whether it be in the fall time shad colors are going to be deadly at least down the south they're going to be deadly um and i i don't know about up north right now i don't know exactly how all that works how the um how the uh fall bite works up there but i'm assuming you know if you're up north there's not a lot of shad there's perch and bluegill um so if you're looking for a squirrel bill crankbait mm -hmm. up there, my best advice that, that I guess would be go get you a perch crankbait and a uh, um, and a bluegill crankbait. 
Yeah. Down here, yeah. it's shad right. patterns for the most part. That's I, I throw in the wintertime, I'll throw a mix of shad patterns and a mix of crawfish colors, such as reds. In the summertime, mostly shad patterns. Yeah. Uh, we need to get some here, somebody on here from the north so that we yeah, can kind of – Because everybody we talk to – okay. Sam is in Missouri, but the person – if we're going to get up somebody on the north, I won't like somebody in Minnesota or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, because there's, the, there's a lot of stuff in Missouri that is similar to here, but there's also not a lot of stuff that's yeah. – not similar. There's also a lot of stuff yeah. that's ain't, that's not similar in the yeah, it's, it's kind of the middle ground. It's yeah, not kind of like, it's, 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 it's not, not really north, north, but it's not south. It's middle. Yeah, like you yeah. said. Um, yeah. and he's already been on the podcast anyway, so we need somebody from like way up north right. on the podcast. We need to find some good northern yeah. guys. Know what they're talking about? I don't know. Any. Off the top of my head, I don't know any. Um, because like Noah, he's in Auburn. Uh, I'm yeah. in Noah's in middle Alabama. I'm in south, uh, middle Georgia. Um, Sam, which he's not a member, he, he's not on the podcast all the time, but he, he's kind of like our guest or backup person. Uh, mm-hmm. we tried to have him with a backup person today, but that didn't <laughs> work. Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, Sam's in Missouri. You're yeah. where are you at again? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Okay. That that's middle ground as well. There's a lot yeah. of, there's still a lot of shad up there. Um, yeah. Compared to what we have here. There's a lot. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, today we were actually able to film the podcast in daylight hours. I know it's kind of random, but normally when me and Noah film the podcast, it's like at 10 o'clock at night. Um, so yeah. But, um, yeah, that's nice. Summoner, is there anything you want to add for right now on crankbaits? Um, trying to think. I know it's kind of – it can be really overwhelming looking at all the crankbaits. But honestly, when you're first starting, at least, it doesn't really matter what – now, obviously, there's better stuff and all that. But at first, it really doesn't matter. Just as long as you get the feel of a good crankbait, uh, and yeah, you got to move up and you got to find better ones, and you'll you'll get to learn. You learn by experience. In my opinion, you learn better from like throwing this thing. It doesn't work. All right, let me go find something different. See if this works. So, in my opinion, you learn better and it sticks with you more. If you mess it up and mess it up, and then you get it back. And then you figure something out and that's, then you figure it out for yourself and it feels good. And of course, go ask for help, man. If somebody, everybody knows a good fisherman, so you'll get some help or whatever from that. Yeah. And see, I, that's a really good point because in a couple of the podcasts ago, it was a completely different topic. But anyway, I said, don't take one's opinion. Don't make one's opinion your opinion. Um, that's yeah. a saying that I really like, and I don't know if anybody, I just kind of come up with that right off the top of my head, but my, my point is, is in it with anything, everybody has their own opinion with anything. Mm-hmm. And I have my opinion on crankbaits. You have your opinion on crankbaits. Everybody has their opinion on crankbaits. What colors work, yeah. what rods work, what doesn't work. <laughs> my opinion, a rainbow colored square bill is not the best choice. That's my opinion. 
Yeah. Somebody else may catch a 10-pounder on it. Yeah. You know, and, and they might throw it all the time. Yeah. What I'm telling you is something that has never worked for me. I've tried a lot yeah. of crankbait colors. If I were to show you the amount of crankbaits, as far as square bills go, because I haven't really thrown deep divers a whole lot, I just really started getting out into that this year. Um, if I want to show you the amount of square bill crankbaits that I have sitting in my square bill box right now, we'd be sitting here for an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of square bill crankbaits, uh, and all of them I have. I like I have so many of them from different trial and errors that I have a box of square bill colors that work and square bill colors that don't. That's a lot um, of square bills. Uh. I probably have 15 or 16 of them in one box that work and then probably 20 that don't. Um, mm -hmm. Cause I just like buy. Okay. Something I want to make, I don't want to make another point. Lonkers TV. Awesome guy. I don't know if you've seen his uh, channel or not, um, no. but he, uh, he made a really good point. He was trying to fish. He was trying to learn how to fish a scrounger. Not familiar with that lure at all. I know it's a really weird looking lure. It's got a little head on it about that. It's got a head on it about that big and a little plastic piece behind it. Anyway, you throw a little swim bait on the back of it, but he bought every one they had at the store that he went to. Every one. He tried he tried them. Which ones he didn't work, he threw away. Which I don't I'm not gonna throw them away, but like I've legitimately yeah. bought every time I go fishing or to a store, I buy some kind of crankbait color that I think might work. Or that might not, but I want to try it. Um, right. That's because yeah. I'm trying to get better and better with my crankbait fishing. Uh, but, yeah, don't take somebody's opinion as your opinion. Don't make somebody's opinion as your opinion. Your Everybody's opinion is either the same or it's different. Uh, and yours could be the same, and it can also yeah. be different. So, I mean. And it's this time. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you can go ahead. It was based on your experience because, like, that green little green crankbait I was telling you about, my friend is the same one, and he hates it because he can't catch anything on it. But uh, it's, it's all based on your experience and kind of where you're at. Like, what I what works for me may not work for you. and Or if it works for both of us, it may not work for that guy in Minnesota. So it's it's based on your experience and your preferences, too. So like, I like, like I said, I don't, I don't like – um. I'm trying to – my phone charger is acting weird. I'm trying to make it make sure it charges. I don't like uh, – there, there's just one color crankbait. It's called – what is it called? Oh, yeah, it's called – it's chrome black back. That is a extremely popular popular color. And crankbaits, mm -hmm. rattle traps, topwaters, I do not catch fish on that crankbait color at all. That crankbait is sitting in my crankbait box at my bad color crankbait box. <laughs> Right yeah. now, and if I were to tell somebody, and there's going to be a lot of people that DM me on Fish Brain, like, hey, you know, I just got an eight-pounder on this crankbait yeah. yesterday. Um, Good for you, man. Doesn't work for me. Great. I would <laughs> rather throw a chrome blueback. I like a chrome blueback, yeah. oh, especially yeah. in a rattle trap. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those things are – they slap around here. They're, I, I can't even – yeah, I can't even express it. it Um, but yeah, it all just goes down to preferences and your opinion. Don't please, you know, we talk about a lot of things on this podcast. Anything we take from anything you take from this podcast, don't make it your opinion. Yeah, don't make do, it your do your own. What I'm telling you is what I think, and yeah. what I think is the best option. 
do it with anything. Do your own research on it. You know, yeah. um, find make out. Your own opinion. Do what? Make your own opinion. Yeah, make your own yeah. opinion. You know, don't let. I, I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna give you give you my opinion. Take it for what it is. You yeah. Know, do whatever you want with it. Exactly. With anything, fishing. Don't let, don't politics, let anybody tell you what you believe. Do what? And don't let anybody tell you what you believe. Um, but yeah, so I just thought we, we needed to bring that up about the, about the crankbaits. You know, mm-hmm. don't, there's no, you ain't got to take my opinion and make it your yeah. opinion. I mean, you can you know, if you want to, great. Yeah. But, you know, if it, it's better to form your own opinion in anything. Mm-hmm. And there knows, there's no right or wrong. Yeah, especially in fishing. Especially in yeah. fishing. There's no right or wrong. It works. There, Go for it. And there are some things that are right and wrong. Uh, I'm not talking about that in, that po- in this podcast today. But like I said, my opinion, you know, may be wrong. Your opinion may be right. Right. You know, I don't – I may be wrong. You may be right. I may be right. You may be wrong. Right. I don't know. That's your opinion. If you think you're right, great. If you think you're wrong, great. But anyway, um – yeah, there's no, especially in fishing, there's no right or wrong. You know, right. if it works for you, do it. Yeah. Do what makes you happy. Yeah, for real. Do what makes you happy. I mean, you know, there's, uh, see, well, before the podcast, the podcast that I just filmed earlier or attempted to with Sam, we'd actually gotten into a part of the podcast. We were talking about um, uh, expensive people having expensive fishing gear and people not having expensive fishing gear. I've had people tell me that uh, there's no need to have expensive fishing gear like I have. And I'm not trying to brag about my fishing gear, but some of my combos are over $150. Most of them are. Um, Yeah. And people, there's two people in particular. I'm not going to name, I'm not going to say their names. Uh, Yeah. On fish brain. They, They'll DM me of the comment on my post like, "Hey, why, 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 why you, why you got that combo? You know, there's no sense in paying that much money for that combo." Um, I was like, "Bro, I had the money to do it. You know, I did what I want with my money." Yeah, you know, I'm not telling you what to spend your money on. Mm-hmm. You know, if a twenty dollar Walmart combo works good for you, go for it. You know, yeah. do whatever you want to. But if there's somebody out there that's looking for a combo, and they got the money to spend on it, like good money to spend on it, go for it. Buy yeah. that really expensive combo if you got the money. If you don't, don't worry about it. Um, yeah. There's plenty of uh, $130 combos that work really, really good. My mm-hmm. Box Smash, for instance, by Lose. Best $130 combo I've ever used. Yeah. I've got a Abu Garcia. I don't even remember the, the model name, but it is the best combo I've ever gotten. It was maybe 120 good price great great combo i love it it's not quite as sensitive as i'd like but i knew that that coming into it so yeah that was a that was great money i spent yeah yeah 100%. um and and like i have a real my crankbait reel is a lose american hero i would like a little bit better crankbait reel but for 60 dollars dude I throw yeah. six XDs on that reel, and I throw square bills on that reel. That mm-hmm. is the best uh, crank, and, and it's like a sixty dollar reel, dude. 
It's yeah. insane. For 60 bucks, that has to be probably the best reel I've ever used. Now, I only use it for crankbait fishing because I don't want to use it for texture rig or whatever because it's a 6-4 to 1 reel. I like a 7-3 to 1 for my texture rig and whatnot. And in case you don't know, a 7-3 one's faster, a 6-4 to 1 slower. Um, right. Line per turn. But anyway, uh, great reel, dude. I fish with mm. it. It does great. I would like a little bit higher end reel to crankbait with, but honestly, I'm not worried about it because my crankbait reel that I got right now is just fine. You know, it's a freaking sixty dollar reel. It does just just fine for me. Uh, what? So, kind of funny story. Yeah, go ahead. Spear one that I got at a pawn shop. Uh, it, it, I spent like 15 bucks on it, and I've caught more fish on that than any other combo I have. Because I looked at it, I was like, you know, I love the cork handle, I love the cork ones. Uh, and so I was like, well, I'll, I'll give it a shot, and it's been great. It's been, it still works great. I don't even know how old it is, but it's old and it works like a dream, yeah. I don't know how long we've been talking. Uh, this podcast was planned so spontaneously. Yeah. It was, it was weird. Oh, yeah. Like, for Yeah. Never been called up like that by a complete stranger to ask if I could be on their podcast. But hey, I'm down. Um, that. Well, see, we were actually supposed to have you on, the, like, what was it, what, like, the second episode, the third episode episode three i believe the, the um afghanistan episode i think it was you oh yeah wasn't it you i have no idea nobody ever told me um no it was somebody else i don't i don't even know uh i don't remember who it was who was that i don't remember but anyway um if you're watching this podcast i can't remember your name i'm sorry uh i, I <laughs> deal with so many people on the day yeah, anyway, you know um, who you are. <laughs> do what? You know who you are. Yeah, you know who you are. Anyway, uh, yeah, we started talking to them. That never worked out that day. So me and Noah just went on and did the um, uh, podcast ourselves and talked about it. Mm -hmm. um, that podcast did pretty good. The last one um, did really well. Or not the last one. Yeah, the last one did good uh, because a lot of people um, were uh, – watch that podcast i think that's at sam on i don't know um and then episode number four did well as um did just fine as well uh but yeah like i said keep watching the podcast please um because we talk about a lot of things on the podcast um and yeah we're actually going to be i'm thinking in the next whenever noah gets back on uh whenever he gets back here which hopefully will be the next episode um i'm hoping we'll be able to get into revelation because we were wanting to study revelation which we are um because mm -hmm. here's the thing i'm in revelation i've studied everything from chapter eight to the end uh i've never studied from chapter eight back i have i've skimmed through it but i hadn't and when i <laughs> read revelation it wasn't like a in-depth study it was just me reading it um so i'm thinking i'm hoping during during this um series that we're doing the podcast uh we can really um 
go in depth on it. And it's not going to be every single episode. Uh, and it's not going to be the entire podcast episode. We're just going to be spending like half the podcast talking about Revelation because Revelation is a really cool book. There's a lot of strange things that goes on there. I don't know if um, yeah. you've read it, Sumner, but um, as far as like once you get to chapter eight, there's a lot of weird things that happen. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, you get to chapter eight. I'm not sure where exactly the uh, the seven plagues start, but the seven plagues are like um, different things that are going to happen to the earth once, yeah, I think- uh, once the second coming happens. Um, but and then it talks about what's going to happen to Satan, what's going to happen to the people who uh, never accepted Christ, um, never put their faith in Christ, and then talks about what heaven is going to be like. It's crazy because they legitimately used a algebraic equation in the Bible. In really? uh, Revelation, I thought it was really crazy that they that they did that. Um, but yeah, there's an algebraic equation in the Bible. Okay, it's not really an algebraic equation, but they obviously used it in there because from what I was getting from it, there was algebra used in the formation of heaven. <laughs> if that if that's not crazy, um, it's hmm. kind of crazy to me. Um, yeah, yeah. So the seven plagues are in Revelation 16. Okay, chapter 16. Yeah, I'm glad you looked that up because I didn't remember. But anyway, chapter eight. Let me see what chapter eight is even saying. Uh, I don't have my Bible with me right now. It's in my room. Uh, let's see. Let's see what chapter eight saying. Revelation one. Go to chapter eight. Um. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. It's not the. It is the plagues. Um. Well, no, it's not. I'm sorry. It's uh, the seven seals. Um, oh, yeah. The, the different seals. Uh, it says in chapter one, and when he had opened the seventh seal, or not chapter one, I'm sorry, chapter eight, verse one, um, there was a mm-hmm. silence in heaven about the space of an hour and a half, of half an hour, I'm sorry. And, they, and I saw the seven angels, seven angels, which stood before God, um, to them were given the seven trumpets, and another angel... Uh, came and stood at the altar, given a golden censer, and they were given unto him much um, that he should offer it with prayer of all saints upon the golden altar, which was before the throne. Basically, um, um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, it's giving like an introduction to the different um, uh, things that are going to happen. Um, and it says, and actually in the last chapter, and I beheld and heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven, saying in a loud voice, whoa, 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 to the inhabitants of the earth by reason of other voices of the trumpet of the three angels, which are yet to sound. Okay, yeah, so there's um, different things that are going to happen. There's different angels. There's three angels that got trump- that have trumpets that they're going to sound. And if I'm not mistaken, um, every each trumpet – or not each trumpet, but um, it may be each trumpet, I'm not sure, are going to say something um, that are going to uh, um, represent each plague. Uh, and it says in verse 10, chapter 8, verse 10, it says, And the third angel sounded, and there fell a great star from heaven, burning as it were a lamp, and it fell upon the third part of the rivers and upon the fountains of water. Um, and the same of the star is called Wormwood. Yeah, that's the name of the star that's going to fall. Um, 
and the third part of the water became wormwood and many men died of the water because they made they were bitter uh anyway so um like i said we'll be discussing what wormwood is um discussing some of the words that are found in revelation um yeah and that kind of stuff just an in-depth study on revelation Mm -hmm. oh and on that uh so there's somewhere in i want to say it's in six in revelation 16 where it says the woman is dressed in purple with pearls around her neck and then goes on to something else and i found it interesting a friend pointed this out to me that uh at the inauguration in january that's what kamala harris was wearing so i don't know if that means something who knows i don't want to like jump to conclusions but uh yeah i thought that was super interesting mm-hmm. and i asked my pastor about it and he he didn't he said he wasn't real sure he didn't think that was what it was but so and, yeah uh i'm gonna actually make a make a point about something um in revelation uh now so i'm not, I'm not sure of your opinion on i never spoke about this with you but um the vaccine uh people talking about it um and i'm not getting in deep about the vaccine but people saying that it's a the mark of the beast i do not believe it's the mark of the beast and here's why because in revelation it talks about uh let me google exactly where it's at because i don't remember it talks about the mark of the beast being on your right hand and on your forehead nobody shoots the vaccine on your forehead or your right hand yeah. and besides it's a mark yeah it's not a vaccine um mm-hmm. and even if it had a chip in it yeah, I, don't, I don't believe that either but uh and, and, and even if it had a chip in it, which I don't believe it does, the only way for it to mm-hmm. even be the mark of the beast is it has to be in your right hand or your forehead. That's what the Bible says. Right. Um, let me exactly. Google exactly what verse that is. Um, and like I said, people can have uh, um, their opinions on the vaccine, whatever. I, I don't care. Um, but from my perspective and my opinion of what the Bible says, and Revelation is not the mark of the beast. I, I do not believe that. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't either. I had a lady tell me once at a job I had, I was carrying some stuff out to her car, and she's like, "This vaccine, young man. This is this is the mark of the beast." And she was like ranting about it, and I just kind of stood there and let her, whatever, let her explain all of it, and then I just mm-hmm. took the tip she gave me and left. And I was like, "Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't believe that." I'm on the clock, so I don't really want to get into an argument. But uh, it was interesting. It was the highlight of my day for sure. Um, and it says, and he had power to give life unto the image of the beast. The image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. Meaning people, let me, let me read that again just so you'll, you'll so people can hear this. In Revelation 13, 15, and it says, and he had power to give life unto the image of the beast that the image of the beast should both speak and calls that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. Meaning uh, if you're still here, when that happens, um, if you worship, if you do not worship the beast, you're going to be killed. Uh, then it says in 16, and he calls all both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. They don't shoot the vaccine in your right hand or on your forehead. They shoot it on your arm, right, right. here or here, wherever you choose. Um, and that no man might buy or sell 
say if he had the mark, meaning if you ain't got the mark, you cannot buy or sell. Or the right. same, the beast, or the number of his name. Um, and it says in 18, here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of beasts, for it is a number of man, and his number is 600, three score, and six. Something else that's kind of weird to me is people, they, and, and I'm not a superstitious person when it comes mm -hmm. to like, um, uh, what you call it, um, uh, spirits or whatever, as far as like ghosts. Yeah. I, and I do believe that there are demons. I do believe that for a fact because the Bible says there are, and I believe there are ghosts, but um, I do also believe that there are spiritual ghosts, I guess. Um, but my, yeah. my point is, is um, uh, it, it the number 666, I do believe that that is something to do with the beast because it says, um, here is wisdom. Yeah. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is number of man, and his count number is 603, 4, and 6. That's 666. Yeah. Uh, so I, I do believe that six, the number 666 does have something to do with Satan um, and, the, and the beast. But as far as like, um, some of these things that people talk about, um, you know, that you see in movies and stuff like that. I don't believe any of that. The only spirits and stuff that I believe in are stuff that comes out of the Bible. Um, right. Cause there are, there are demons. The Bible says they're in their demons. They're in revelation. They're in many other chapters of the Bible. And um, they also say that they're ghosts. Uh, I mean, it, it talks about the angels. Angels aren't what you think they are. Um, right. Some of them aren't. Some of them aren't. Uh, it actually talks about the angels that are sitting next to God. Um, um, I'm not sure when it is or when it's going to take place. Maybe right now. I don't know. But uh, the, there's a couple angels that are, like, really weird looking. Um, they got, like, three heads and stuff like that. Uh, weird, random stuff like that. Um, that stuff, those are not demons. Those are angels. Like yeah. I said, I do believe in that because it's what the Bible says. And like I said earlier, there's a lot of weird stuff in Revelation. We're going to be talking about it um, and touching on that and breaking down different words and stuff that are that are found in Revelation and um, why John wrote Revelation. The first parts of Revelation are good because I think it's important to read those um, because it talks about who wrote the Bible or who wrote Revelation and why he wrote it. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure the exact verse, but I read it the other day. Um, and it, and it talks about why Jesus told John to write, um, the revelation. He wrote, mm -hmm. many, well, he wrote other books in the Bible, but it, it's crazy because like he was given a vision and, and it's something else that I want to know is he was given a vision. That's what God gave him. Yeah. And that's why he wrote it. That, that may not even, it may not even look like that is what's yeah. weird. Um, he, he was just given a vision. Nobody, no people have seen it because people are dead and in heaven and people are dead and in hell. Mm -hmm. um, but my, what I'm getting at is uh, nobody that is alive right now has seen that or can even think about it. Exactly. Can't even, they can't even think about it. The Bible says that no man can even fathom or begin to yeah. bring up the thought of what yeah. heaven, hell, and places like that are actually like. Yeah, we always think of like, the you know the pearly gates and gold and all, and all and all that's there because it says yeah. in the Bible, but but it, 
better than we could ever imagine. Yeah, it's better than we can ever imagine because John the Baptist was just given a vision, a vision, not yeah. the actual thing. Exactly. He just wrote mm, down what say... God told him to write down. Right. And yeah. who knows? It, it may be like he said. It may just be his interpretation. Like, yeah. Because you can't describe it in words. It's too beautiful for that. But, and, um, and I do believe that it's similar to that. I yeah. do believe it's similar because um, that's what God told him it was. Mm. But the, like I said a second ago, the Bible says that no man can even think about what it's actually. You, you cannot process. The human mind cannot. And John the Baptist was human. So he couldn't even process the actual look. I, do, I believe that God just gave him the base model right. of what it looks like. Just, just kind of like a glass Bald. darkly, like like Paul says, just seeing it in a glass dimly, not yeah, not in its full glory. I just, believe he gave him just enough to write down. Yeah, in Revelation. Yeah. Um. But anyways, I do believe that is uh about time to wrap up the podcast. Um. Mm-hmm. I am glad you were able to come on because. It was yeah. almost bad. We almost weren't able to film a podcast this week. I'm sorry we don't have two podcasts uh, this week, so we're only going to have one. This podcast is dropping on Wednesday, September – or uh, yeah, Wednesday, September the 22nd. I keep thinking today's Tuesday for some reason. Yeah, I do too. Um, but anyway, so yeah, thanks for being on, Sumner, and yeah, no uh, we'll have you back on later on in later podcasts. Sounds good. All right. Thank you all for watching and we'll catch you all on the next podcast.